whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve. Join us in Arizona on March 5th, 6th, and 7th for the Weekend of Wealth taught by the Think and Grow Rich Institute president himself and representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill years ago and remains the go-to book and a continued bestseller for self-help all over the world. Why? Because it works. Over 100 million people have experienced the transforming power of Napoleon Hill's teachings. Now you can too. The Think and Grow Rich Institute Weekend of Wealth is the next step for those who want to truly transform their lives forever. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. There's amazing discounts along with a free youth wealth forum for the children of all attendees. Now that's a good deal. Join us for the Weekend of Wealth and experience Arizona's beautiful hiking trip trails, shopping, golf, and much more. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. Register today and change your life forever. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles on today. I um, may have a little bit different tone in my voice today. Um, Really happy to be back with you, first of all. I've had the flu and have had just a fierce cough, and it just would not let up. So I may end up coughing a couple times during the show today, but I wasn't able to even get like one sentence out, let known uh, sentences for a whole hour. So thank you for tuning in today. And uh, I just want to talk about life and living it, living life. Now, those of you who have been following me for a while uh, and listening to Soaring with Eagles and a lot of the different things I have going on right now, uh, you have seen that I am coming out more in relation to my story and bullying and how this thing right here, which side is it on over here, evicting the barriers, you know, that, that are in our lives and the mind trash and life limiting beliefs and and just not using things as lessons, but just really holding on to things that maybe we shouldn't hold on to, get the lesson and move on. And so I've been doing a lot of that in relation to mindset uh, teaching and transformation, as well as in talking about leadership, because a lot of us are not leading the life that we could, and we're not leading our families, our businesses, and uh, leading our dreams and our passions because of these limiting beliefs and because of these barriers and the things that we need to evict from our minds. And so today, uh, I've had a few challenges this morning, uh, and part of it just had to do with just getting my mind uh, wrapped around life and death. Uh, there was a passing of, of a, a really good friend, a really good person, really good human being that has transformed and impacted many, many lives all over the world. And I just got the news this morning. And so it kind of took me aback. And, um, and that's really where I've been in my life, I think, over this last year or two, is that I've been taken aback. And, and it happened again this morning. 
And so what do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that sometimes you are just so busy living life that you're, you're missing what's going on around you because you're just in the midst of it. You're on this conveyor belt and you're just doing the things that are supposed to be done every day and you wake up, you do those things and then you go to sleep. And then you wake up and you do those things again and you go to sleep. Now, yes, I have uh, lived an incredible life. I've been um, 25, 26, seven countries or whatever. And I've, I've um, impacted a lot of people with people partnering with me in relation to our nonprofit, uh, with my coaching and my other clients and, and uh, medical companies and missions and all of the different things that I've done. However, during all of that time, I had times where I had uh, really, for a long time in my life, uh, up until <clears throat> around five years ago, where I started looking at me. And I started looking at my thoughts. And I started looking at how I've allowed some people to, to treat me in various parts of my life. And how, uh, even though, you know, I'm strong and uh, people, even now when I talk about being bullied, they're like, you? I can't believe that. But yeah, it's true. And a lot of it had been suppressed. And so um, with all of that, I've just now over the last five years, and especially over the last year and a half, two years, really been able to start talking about some of those experiences and really have been able to uh, not just write about getting off the conveyor belt in various areas of my life and some of the different books that I've had, uh, you all who have read uh, Touch of Africa Down in My Soul or Celebrate the Things That Make Us One and, and other books like that that I've written. Um, there's a lot in there about life. <clears throat> excuse me, and about my parents and how I grew up and how they uh, raised me to be free and, and to live life because they were livers of life. And I did say livers. I like to say that word. Um, but in all of that, there still was and, and is still a little bit there. There still was a part of me that was not doing all that I knew that I was capable of doing. Now, uh, for those of you who know the analogy about Jamaica, you know that they have a lot of jobs and a number of people and shout out to Dezo. He's one of the main ones like calling me Jamaican because I have 10, 12, 13, 14 jobs. And, uh, and it, it's not really that. It's just that all of the different areas in my life, I've been able to excel and do well on, in a number of things. I do have where I have elements of focus within those things but I live what I call a complete life. Um, teaching music, teaching dance. The music uh, is, is part of my creative side, you know, what God has given me to be able to, um, to create songs, you know, based on, on his guidance. Uh, teaching dance, that's, I use it for exercise and uh, choreography, it just, it gives me life. And then being able to do the consulting and things that I do and the leadership and the coaching and going into companies and helping to transform them, like all of the different things that I do, all of this makes up my life. And for so long, I've, I've looked at just suppressing bits and pieces of it, trying to make other people happy and trying to fit into various corners and various areas and various groups of people that I wasn't meant to fit into. Okay, and so I'm saying all of this and going through this very, very quick, brief history of that portion of my life because of um, whenever there's uh, someone who passes away and passes on and, and uh, transitions, it, it really hits me hard, especially I think now that, that I'm older um, because, and because of where I am in my life, where even though I've lived an awesome, awesome, awesome life that I'm so thankful for. I also know that there's more that I could be doing. I also know that there's more greatness inside of me. I also know there's more people I can impact. I also know, like I put in the post this morning, that uh, I was meant to speak life into people. And I wasn't just meant to do it with my hands. I was meant to do it with my mouth. And I was meant to... Uh, do it even more than what I've already done. Uh, doing missions in Jamaica a number of times, Ghana a number of times, Nigeria, Senegal, Kenya, uh, Barbados and Bahamas, all of the different places where I've taught music, I've taught dance, I've done missions uh, on the medical side, 
uh, and uh, preach the gospel, all of that has impacted people's lives. And I still get messages today from people who, who um, are kind enough to, to just share how the things that, that I've done and the things that we've done as a nonprofit and, and on the profit side, how it's helped them and impact them. But even with all of that, there's more. There's more that I could be doing. And so when I think today about life and about living life, and I think about, uh, as I mentioned, my March. Uh, March is going to be wheels up. I'm going to be in and out of town and mostly out of town during the month of March. And at the end of the month, uh, we will be uh, celebrating our 28-year anniversary on March 28th. And so whether we're going to be here or, or not, we're trying to figure all of that out. <clears throat> but what I'm trying to say is live your life. Don't try to live someone else's version of your life. Live your life. Because we've only been given one opportunity to do that. I know a lot of people have a lot of different beliefs. I believe that we've only been given one opportunity to live our life. And uh, we need to do it to the best of our ability. And we need to actually live it and not just be where we're trying to do so much to please other people and to appease them and fit into their version of who they want us to be because that's not living. And so if you can find other people, uh, been married for like almost 28 years now, and we both had times where we were trying to do that. And we both had times of great joy and happiness. And then we've had times where we were trying to live for the other person so much that we lost ourselves in various portions of, of our marriage. And so that happens with all of us in various ways. But just like with uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, if I said that right, the first step is, is, is realizing, I believe, you know, realizing that there's an issue or a problem or something that, that, that could be better. And so the day that you wake up, <clears throat> the day that you wake up and realize that you can be doing more with this right here, and I'm pointing to my mind, that you can be doing more with your mind and doing more with this, more with your life, more with this, your tongue, saying, speaking, pouring into someone else. The moment that you wake up and realize that, that you were put here for a unique purpose, that you were put here to experience life the way that you did so that you can use that story to help someone else. Now, I know a lot of people say phrases like this, but a lot of them say it like this because there was some kind of event. Maybe it was something tragic. Maybe it was something dramatic or a near-death experience that made them wake up. So you don't have to go through all of that to have your wake-up moment. You can listen to me. You can listen to other people and have that same wake-up moment related to living your life. Now, some people may say, well, Crystal, I have small kids and I have to just do what I have to do to, to make sure that they stay alive each and every day and to provide for them and all of that. Yes, you can do that. And, and, and I did that. I have two daughters that, that we raised um, and they're 24, 26 now. But what I'm saying is even in the midst of that, you have to have time for yourself. You have to have time where you are living your life, even if it's five minutes per day. Time for yourself, time for you to understand who am I? What was I put here for? Do I have a purpose? Yes, you have a purpose. What are some of my dreams? What do I feel that, that I am led to do as far as why I was put on this earth? Now, part of what I did today, because of just, just thinking about life and living life, was to, to just take a moment of reflection this morning when I was just doing my morning devotional and just having my time with God and, and um, just really reflecting on life again after I, I saw the, the messages related to the, the death of my friend. is part of what I did this morning was thought about the word life and how am I living my life? How am I living it? And am I living it in a way that's pleasing to God? Am I living it in a way that's pleasing to myself? Do I love myself enough 
to live life for me. Now, I'm not talking about living life selfishly. I'm talking about living life for me in order to have the impact that I was meant to have on this earth because of what is inside of me that needs to come out where I can be doing more to help people. I get the greatest joy from helping people. And however I can do that, whether it's with my hands, whether I'm cooking, you know, every first Saturday for two, 300 people uh, and going out and, and serving on the streets, uh, or if I'm just helping um, a senior citizen that may have had a, a bad day or is sick and needs a fresh cooked meal or or some vegetables and some fruit and some green tea, you know, that was on the list, this one list that I got from someone that just needed some help. Um, or if it's helping to watch someone's child um, or just a kind word or a smile, you know, there's all different ways that you can help people. And when we're out on the streets working with the homeless, I tell you, it, it's, it's such an awesome, amazing experience because sometimes, you know, I feel that I get more out of it than maybe they do. You know, they, they get a meal, they get, you know, conversation, a fresh toothbrush, um, some goodies and some things that are specific to them. And, and they get me running around them and screaming and yelling and celebrating their birthdays with them and just making a big deal out of them. Because how many of them, depending on how long they've been on the streets, how many of them have had that? Somebody actually celebrating their lives. And so it made me, still going back to this morning, think about the word life and think about the different things that I've read and heard related to life and living life. And so what I want to share with you today is I have some papers here related to uh, what other people have said about life. And I want to share those and have, have a little bit of conversation about some of them. Some of them I agree with. Some of them I don't necessarily agree with. And we're going to be talking about some of those. And uh, these are things that are here to help you to know how to soar for yourself. So whether it's soaring with eagles, whether it's above your best, whether it's just living your best life, that's what we're here to just give you a little bit of encouragement uh, to do. And so um, with that being said, I want to go ahead and go to a few of these quotes and uh, have a little conversation about some of them, okay? So the first one is about the purpose of life. <clears throat> I still have a little bit of a cough, sorry. <laughs> so the first one is about the purpose of life. And this one is by the Dalai Lama, and I do want to discuss this. Uh, it says, the purpose of our lives is to be happy. Now, is that the purpose of our lives? And it, it kind of depends on how you look at the word happy. So I'll say it again. He said the purpose of, of our life is to be happy. And my rendition of that is the purpose of our lives is to be a blessing to others. That's my version of, of that quote. Now, he's the Dalai Lama. Okay, so he has who he is and why he does what he does. And there's been many people affected by him. But all I'm saying is that the purpose of our lives to me is to be a blessing to others. And for me, that makes me happy. So I guess I could say that he's correct, <laughs> but I just threw a little twist in there because it really just gives me joy. And, and it's not just a matter of just feeling good. That is what I feel that my purpose is, is to serve others, is to be here for other people in various ways whether I'm teaching an internal audit course to help people understand how to do audits, whether I'm um, helping people to get ready for a missions trip to go with us to hand out food and supplies and, and education in other countries, whether I'm helping people to be a blessing to other people by collecting shoes off their block and we're able to give those shoes out, whatever the case may be. Whatever the case, doing a video for someone so that they can use it for marketing. Like, you know, there's a lot of, lot of things that, that I have capability of doing. And my life is filled with trying to understand, do I do this or do I do that or do I not? So there's a lot of conversation that goes on, my, on in my head 
And my husband talked about thinking and not thinking this morning, of which he's been talking about for 28 years. But I have like a lot of things going on in my mind all the time. My purpose is, is to do that. Now, some people have been able to, to ride alongside me and come alongside me and help in their season. And then there's some people where it's just too much for them. Uh, and then there's other people that they have been with me ride or die for years doing this very thing in the various areas of my life. And so you have to do what you feel is best for you. But the key word there is do. Do it. Just do it. Live life. Do it. Because it's going to go by and then it's going to be over. There's a quote here is get busy living or get busy dying. And that's Stephen King. Get busy living or get busy dying because it's inevitable. We're all going to die. So are you living while you can? Are you getting busy living? Otherwise, you're getting busy just on that conveyor belt just to fall off the other end and die. And I have to say with the people that I'm surrounded with, we are all people who love life and living life and doing what we can to pour into other people. This is just such a great season for me being around all these coaches and these transformational artists uh, that I call them, being able to help to, to work with people related to what's going on in their mind and what's going on in their life and to dissect it and then put it back together in ways that helps them to live a better life. It's just phenomenal. And, and, uh, I, I wouldn't trade this season uh, of my life uh, for anything. And the people that I've been um, blessed to be able to meet, especially over this last year and have two years, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's just been a phenomenal, phenomenal journey. And so another one here says, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Now that's John Lennon. Life is, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Now I had plans this morning to be on this show at a certain time. My computer had a different plan because the keyboard stopped working. And then I went to the other computer and guess what? There's something wrong with the mouse. And so then I was just going to use my computer here, take it off and use it as a tablet and do it. And then there was some malfunction with that. But I was determined to do this show today, okay? So while I'm doing all of these things to try to do what I had a purpose and intention to do, some various things were happening technological wise to deter me from doing that. Now I am known as the queen of plan A, B, C, D, and E, and I was determined that I was going to do it. So did it happen at the time that it was supposed to, you know, at, at nine o'clock uh, mountain standard time? No, it didn't, but it is happening right now. <laughs> Praise God. So sometimes we just have to just persevere and do what we need to do to make things happen. So I just appreciate the fact that, uh, good morning, Yolanda, good to see you. I just appreciate the fact that I have been able to um, have this time with you all and to just share a little bit about life. Another one from Albert Einstein is, if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or things. Tie your life to a goal, not to people or things. Because if you tie your life to people, people will fail you. People, some people will not, but some people will. And if you tie it to things, things are, 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 will fade away. So some people who have where they are tied to materialistic things, <coughs> sometimes those are the most unhappy people. Yes, material things are good uh, if you can use them in your life. But sometimes, like I said, it's where we get so tied to those things and then when we don't have those material possessions anymore, then we feel like we have nothing to live for. So I just want to encourage you to have where you are living your life based on what your goals are in life and what you have in here as your divine purpose. Let's hear another one. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Now, that was by Babe Ruth. Now, of course, you know, it's, it's a baseball analogy, but it, it, it lines up with life perfectly. It lines up with life perfectly. 
Never be so afraid of failure that you don't even try. It's the same kind of thing, right? So a lot of us have where we just don't even want to try because we don't want to get that feeling that we get when something doesn't go the way that we feel that it should have gone. Well, I'm here to just tell you that that is going to continue to happen throughout your life. And all of us have to live to the state and get into the state of mind where we can just live it, do it, get the lesson out of it, and move on. I have to do that almost every day, almost every day, and apologize to who you need to apologize to and uh, make other plans that you need to make and move on. Because if you don't, uh, then what is life? What is life? So again, I want to encourage you in this particular show, it's about living life, not living in fear so that you're not doing what you were put here to do, but living life where you try things and you do things. And some people say, never say the word try. I have mixed feelings on that. The main thing that I'm saying here in this particular part is get, bu get busy doing your life, not the life that other people have outlined for you. Yes, you do need to mold and mesh with other people. And so there will be things that, that you'll have to do, have to make compromises on, but you make a compromise based on your beliefs and your values. And if that compromise lines up with your true dreams and destiny, if it doesn't, then it might not be something that you should be compromising on. So let's look at one more. Your time is limited. So don't waste life living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by the dogma, which is living with the results of others and, what, and based on what other people think. So time is limited, so don't waste life living someone else's life. And don't be trapped with the dogma, which is living life with the results of other people's thinking. So that actually is a part of what I wrote in my post. I hadn't even read that yet. That one is from Steve Jobs, is that sometimes we diminish our light. We diminish our life, and we diminish our impact because we're trying to level down, level down to people who have not accomplished their dreams. They haven't made the impact that they wanted to make in life. So they want to keep you down here where they are, as opposed to you rising and aligning yourself with people that are, that are actually on that same ladder. Okay. So let me, let me just explain that. Now I'm not saying that you need to stop associating with certain people, but I am saying that if, if people are not, understanding where you are. They're not, they don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth because you have elevated your thinking. You're using uh, language related to those new levels. Still help whoever you can help. And if they want to come along on the ride, that's great. But if they don't, then you are having the energy just sucked out of you by these people. They're, they'll suck the life right out of you. Because uh, there is that commercial with the sucker people that are stuck to the window. They'll just suck the life right out of you because they don't understand or they're not even trying to understand what it is that you're saying and where, where you're going. And so they want to keep you where they are, where they can have an impact on you and your actions to have you live their version of your life. So time is out for that, and time needs to be put into living uh, your life, your dreams, your goals, and your passion. Let's listen to one more. If life were predictable, it would cease to be life, and it would be without flavor. I love that. That's Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt. <coughs> So things are going to happen in life that are not predictable. Things are going to happen that you just had no clue that that was coming. Like, wow, that just came out of left field, right? That's, that's a common saying uh, here in America. And so 
part of living is being able to adjust to change. Let me say that again, based on what Eleanor Roosevelt said. Part of living life is being able to adapt to change and not only adapt to it, but be able to use whatever that change is and rise above it and be the best person that you can be. So with all the different things that I talked about this morning, uh, I got a few extra troubleshooting skills that I wasn't trying to get this morning, okay? And even with some things that happened with me yesterday regarding my knee not feeling very well, you have to figure out a different way to do the things that you need to do and you, and you make those changes. So sometimes you can, you can laugh about it. Sometimes you might cry about it, but get the lesson learned and move on. That's something that I've said several times in this show now. And so I, I guess I really mean it because I keep saying it. Get the lesson out of it and move on. And that is a part of uh, my book, Plan Out Loud, is sometimes some of life's lessons come from where you least expect. And sometimes those life lessons come from where you least expect because they come from a place of you having to make the adjustments because of life happening. Life is happening right now. Being 55 years old, my body has different things that it's doing that, you know, it, it didn't do before or things that I, I thought I used to be able to do that I, I can't do anymore. And then there's some things that I'm now able to do that I wasn't able to do when I was younger. Because when you mature, you think about things differently and, and, and where I am in my life, in my business and uh, with my marriage and with all the things going on, I'm charting new territory. I'm actually charting new territory. And so this is very, very exciting, but it's also where some of it is where things come into play where I was able to do something, now I can't do it anymore. And then things come into play where, wow, I've never been able to do that or wasn't even thinking about that. Now there's some new things that I can do. So you take all of it, mix it up together, and then that becomes life. That becomes life. But the main thing here, the title of the show is related to life and living it. Let's listen to a few more quotes. This one is by Frank Sinatra. The big lesson in life, baby, that's what he said. The big le lesson in life, baby, is never be scared of anyone or anything. Never be scared of anyone or anything. Now, if you are, then that means that you're, once again, allowing other people to have an impact on you that they shouldn't be able to. You're having... You're letting other people and, and things shape you in a way that's based on fear because he talked about not being scared of anybody or anything. So living a fearless life, let's talk about that. Living a fearless life. Are you a person that's able to live a fearless life? Are you? Are you able to live a fearless life? Now, I'm not talking about just go out and walk in the middle of the street and just, I have no fear of getting hit by the car. Of course, you're going to get hit by a car, okay? That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about afraid of uh, going back to Napoleon Hill. He talks about the various fears. And some of it is the fear of you know, rejection, the fear of criticism, and the fear of um, poverty, there's a lot of different things that, that come into play in our lives. Now, the word poverty, whether you use that word or not, it's meaning the fear of losing money or not having money or even the fear of, you know, after my next paycheck, uh, I don't know how I'm going to pay all my bills. And so I, I could be homeless soon. You know, those kinds of fears related to, to poverty. And, and it's not necessarily poverty. Sometimes it's just a fear of, of losing money. And, and the fear of criticism what are they going to say about me? Oh my gosh, I hope I did okay. I hope, hope I made everybody happy. You're not going to make everybody happy. And uh, no matter what it is you do and how well you do it, someone's not going to like it. I talk to my husband all the time because there's various motivational uh, videos that I watch on, on YouTube or there's dance choreography, including some of my own, where you know the one has like 25,000 views, one of the, the, the songs that we've we did. And then I think there's like some, there's a lot of people that have the thumbs up and then there's some thumbs down. It's like, so you don't like my dance? 
okay. But if you don't, I mean, but it, it, it's a dance. It's not like it was a political speech where you have a, a view of, um, of you agree with whatever the proposition was that they made or you don't. I mean, I think that might be different. But if someone has a self-expression, you don't like it, then just move on. You don't have to put the down arrow. It's not just related to, to what I've done. I'm just saying that people are opinionated. People are opinionated about you. People are opinionated about me right now pointing my finger at the screen. Somebody's probably going to have an, uh, an opinion about that. Right now, I really don't care. What I'm saying to you, and the reason why I'm pointing, because I want you to see and hear that people's opinion of you, unless they're your coach, your parent, or your parent, somebody you're supposed to respect, or someone who does really have your best interest in, 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 in mind and in heart, a good, good, close, close, dear friend that's not just a, a, a yes person, anything you say that they agree with, unless it's one of those people, a coach, a mentor, or a close family friend or parent or someone you're supposed to respect, who cares what people think? Who cares? There's always going to be somebody who has something to say about something, okay? I earned these gray hairs right here. Where, where are they? These gray hairs. This is my real gray hair. I'm 50-some years old. I've had a lot of people that have given their opinion about things that I've done over my life. And I've had a lot of thoughts, thousands, probably millions of thoughts of really caring about what people thought until these past several years. I am at the point in my life where I know why I was put here. I know that I was meant to impact people's lives. I know I was put here to help people who have been bullied and abused, who have had racism, sexism, other things happen to them. And there's a book that's coming out related to One Habits in Bullying. Uh, and there's going to be people telling their stories. If you're one of those people, you can get in touch with me about telling your story about being bully bullied. But I'm here. My life, Crystal Richardson's life, is here to help you to evict those barriers that are in your mind. I am here to help you to put a stop to these limiting beliefs. I am here to help you to live your best life and to really not care what other, and not even to care what I think. You know, if you're one of my coaching clients, it's to give you the information so that you can then use the information and make your choices. I'm not here to live your life, but I am here and have been put here and have been able to have an impact on hundreds, if not thousands of people with all the different things that I've been able to do. And it, hasn't been, it has not been that I've been able to do those things by myself. Uh, it's with great volunteers, <coughs> great people that have stood by my side, including my husband and my family, that I have been able to have impact. So what is it that you can say that you've been able to do based on living your purpose in life. So as I move into this season, as I move into even today, um, I'm trying not to get teared up. It's like right there in my throat. I can just feel it coming, um, this whole show, um, because of the news this morning of, of my friend passing away. Uh, and then the other people that have passed away this, this year, it just all kind of just um, comes back, you know, up when, when there's another person that passes is life is short, people. Life is so short. It is so short. So whether it's 38, 39 countries, I can't remember how many uh, different countries of people that have listened to this show. There's people all over the world that are searching for something. Searching for something. We're all searching for something. So based on whatever it is that we're searching for, part of it needs to be right here, that we're searching for self. We're searching for why am I here? And it just saddens me, saddens me just to no end when I hear and see people that say they don't know why they're here. Why, why was I born? 
If you are a person that feels that way, you need to call me. You need to inbox me. You need to get in touch with me right away. This is not about money, you know, as a coaching client. This is about you and your life. If you <clears throat> really don't know why you're here, you need to call me. We need to have a talk. Because I guarantee you within five minutes, there's two, three, four, five questions that I can ask you that can help you to define at least a little portion of why you are here. So my number is 480-227-9743. Again, my number is 480-227-9743. And some people that, you know, I'm, I get called security, Jane, because I'm always, you know, about security, but uh, my husband talks about me related to that. So yes, I did just give my phone number out. I've given it out before. I posted my phone number because of the fact that I care about people enough to be able to take a chance uh, of, of doing this. Yes, you get like the people who have other motives, but the main reason, I can't be afraid of that, right? I have to do what, what I need to do because of, of the fact that I was put here to help people, to help you to, to live above your best, not just be stagnant, not just to have mediocrity in your life, not to be complacent, but to live your best life. Now, some people say, well, I'm comfortable, I'm good, everything's good, I'm fine. But are you really? If that's how you feel, and if, if you really are fine, then great. But if you have that burning desire, or if you have that little desire, it's not, not burning yet, but you just know that you are meant for more, then those are the people that I'm talking to if you know that you are meant for more. And some people, when I post pictures and different things that I put on, you know, in the past, like I'm just living my life through you, Crystal, you've been to all these places. So keep posting the pictures or letting me know where you've been and what you're doing, because this is just awesome. I'll, I never would be able to do that, but yes, you could do that no matter what age you are. Um, never be able to do that. And, and this is great. And thank you for sharing and, you know, living, life and traveling the world through through my travels and if that's you and and if you're okay with that then fine but but don't have it be that you have limiting beliefs as to why you can't do that that you have limiting beliefs as to why you can't go from five figures to six to seven figures meaning making Thirty thousand a year to fifty thousand a year to ninety thousand a year in dollars, U.S. dollars to one hundred and fifty thousand a year to nine hundred thousand a year to over a million dollars per year. There is no reason why any of you listening could not do that. If it's rubies or yen or you know euro, whatever the type of money is that you have, it doesn't matter. If you have a burning desire, there's a way for us to use that and to transform your life for you able to, to fulfill that desire. Now, I'm going to go back to some of these other life quotes because I love backstories. And so not just listening and reading these quotes, but what was the reason that they wrote these? What was the reason in their life? Like, where were they in their life when they wrote those quotes? Did something happen and they just woke up to who they were and wrote that? Or was it that they just had a time like me where I'm always thinking and they thought of the quote? It'd be really interesting to, to hear and see that. And um, that's what I've done with a number of the songs that I've written. And one is called If the Rain Never Stops. There's a lot of people really, really like that song. And it, it talks about let the rain fall, let the wind blow, um, let the storms rage. Still, I know that I'm going to make it through if the rain never stops. And it's talking about the fact that I have God with me. And no matter what happens, all this storm and rain and all these different things can happen. I'm going to continue to bless him and praise him and, wor and worship him through all of that. And so that happened because of some things that happened in my life 
during that time. I had the music for years. It was a song I would play on the piano for years. And then some things happened in my life related to my health, related to my marriage, related to some other things. And the words came for that song. So we don't have to wait, people. We don't have to wait for some traumatic thing to happen in order to make a transition into living our best life. And living is a do word. We just finished our boot camp action over words because a lot of people talk about a lot of things or a lot of people wish a lot of things of which they really don't wish. <coughs> and what I'm saying is either do what you're saying that you want to do or stop talking about it. <laughs> Do what you say you want to do or stop talking about it. If you, oh, I always wanted to go to London or whatever. Well, get your passport, get your money together and go. <laughs> it's really that simple. Get your money together. Have a plan. Don't go there with no place to stay. Uh, try to see if there's other people that might want to go with you or see if there's already a tour planned by a legitimate agency. And if it takes you two months to get the money together, two years to get the money together, work, to work toward that goal and go. A lot of people say, well, how did you do this or how did you do that? I just put the little plan together and I did it. It's, it's not even like having a show. Um, some people have asked and I've actually trained um, at uh, expos and things on, on how to have a radio show. Uh, I'm syndicated on iHeartRadio. I'm on Apple. I'm on like a lot of different platforms. Um, but how did you do that? It wasn't that I knew, like I woke up one day and knew how to do that. I researched stuff. I asked people questions and I figured it out, figured it out and, and did it. And then there's other people, well, how can you do Facebook lives or how can you get up on stage and talk to people? Isn't it scary? Well, yeah, I mean, I get like a little nervous sometimes, not, not for for this Facebook live thing, but for other events, but you just suck it up and, and you do it. You just push past it. So living life is pushing past where you think your limits are. Living life is pushing past where you think your limits are. Some people, they bungee jump and it's like, I would just never do that. Right. And it's just, but when you jump off and you're like, ah, and you're just screaming and you're going through the air, ah, <laughs> It really feels good when you're done. It's like, wow, that was exciting. Some people have had heart attacks and stuff like that when they've done. So I'm not talking about those people. But, but they, the thing is, no, yes, I am talking about those people because they lived life. <laughs> they did what they wanted to do and they died doing it. And that's what my dad talked about. That's what my husband talks about. That's what I, I talk about. People are like, oh, you need to rest. You need to do that. Yeah, I do get my rest, okay, people? I do get my rest. But I am busy living life. There's only one life. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. I don't know if I'm going to walk out of this door today and something happened to me. I don't know if I have five more years, 10 more years, 50 more years, uh, 50, 60, 70 more years. I don't even know. But during that time... I am going to live my life. And during that time, I am going to do my best to help whoever I can to also be a person that lives above their best and live their life and not settle for less. Uh, there's actually a song I wrote related to that, too, about not going to settle for less because we are heirs to the kingdom. We have what we need inside of us if we just use it. So many people are where they go to conferences, conference after conference, expo after expo, Church after church, sermon after sermon, friend event after friend event, networking event after networking event. Listen to all these people collecting all this stuff. They have all these books and tapes and all these different things going on. Haven't read not a one. Or maybe they have read them. But then are you applying it to your life? Are you making transformation? Time is basically out for all of this um, gathering of information. It's time to start using it and doing it. And that's really what this show is about. Like I said, it's about living life, living life. Now, I'm going to go through a few more quotes, and then I'm just going to talk to you about a few things that are on my heart in closing uh, related to some things that will be coming up later on this year uh, where you can do what you need to do to maybe enhance your life. 
And uh, hopefully it's something that you want to take advantage of. If not, that's fine. But part of it is related to helping people the best way that I can. And part of the best way that I can is to give out information and more and more information. Uh, and um, some of it is where I can help you personally face to face. And then some of it is not, but it certainly is where uh, I know why I was put here. And I just am thankful uh, when I do get testimonials and I do get, you know, where people are saying that they got something out of something that I did that really, really helped them. So thank you all, you know, who, who share related to that. But let's go over a last, some of the last um, life quotes. And I have a lot of them, so I'll probably be using some of them on some other shows too. But let's go over these last ones. I'll give you some final comments related to what I was just talking about, okay? <clears throat> all right. So in relation to life, Oprah Winfrey said, turn your wounds into wisdom. Turn your wounds into wisdom. And, and how great is that? You know, I've used one. I don't know if it's some, from somebody else or just one that I made, but a lot of people say these same kind of things. Is turn your trials into triumphs. Turn your tribulations into triumphs. Because part of it is where you're using your wounds for wisdom. You're, you're using whatever has happened to you as a life lesson. And then you're able to break down, okay, what just happened here? <laughs> Some people even say that in the midst of things happen. Like, what? oh my gosh, what just happened? And then you analyze it, though, in, in a serious nature and use that information for you to not walk down that same road, not give all of your trust to that same person, not um, think that the steps that you took and all the things that you did for them that they just took and ran off and did their own thing, uh, don't, don't be that open with that person anymore. But guess what? If you have been given the art of your mind and of creativity, don't sweat what someone else has taken from you. And this comes straight from my husband because you'll get some more ideas. If you have that mind, that mindset already, and that those juices are already flowing in, in you, the more you juice up, the more comes out. The more you think and have, have these thoughts of different things that you can create and do, the more that comes out. That is guaranteed. It is so true. One of my shows was about uh, things that uh, three billionaires told me the other day. And part of that was one young man, I call everybody young, one young man that talked about something that he created, something that he did, and the agreement that he signed that he thought was okay to sign ended up being that they used it and turned it around in a way that they got the money as opposed to not all, but most of the money and continue to get money on that as opposed to him. Now, of course, there were lessons learned there, but this man is a billionaire because guess what? He has more ideas. He has more things that he can do other than that one thing. And so part of it is not to get bogged down with the stress and the anger and the frustration and the tears and the crying and the self-pity of what happened, get your behind up and do something else. All of that uh, emotion and all the things that I just mentioned are things that just affect you and affect your body negativ negatively. Negatively <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Negatively. And... Uh, the chemical reactions, you know, that happen in your brain and in your body causes people to have heart attacks, cause you to have ulcers, cause you to have rashes, cause you, cause you not to be able to sleep, cause you to not be able to even talk and make sentences because you're just like so distraught that you can't even, you can't even get your own thoughts out, cause you to have thoughts of anxiety, depression, stress. That was one of my other shows. All of that is just wasted energy, wasted time, 
Get that stuff off of you. The visualization is real. You all should be doing that too. Just get it off of you. Just think about some thought that you have that's giving you anxiety and just take it off. Something that's causing you stress and take it off and leave it off. Don't let it just creep back in and just attach itself to your, your head and your mind. Don't let it do that. Take it off, okay? So life is meant to be lived. <laughs> that one was related to Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to maybe do two more. <clears throat> I still have a cough. Oh, my gosh. Now, this one is Hillary Clinton, so I don't even care what you, you think about her. I like this quote. It says, do all the good that you can for all the people you can in all the ways you can as long as you can. Go, Hillary. Let me say it one more time. Do all the good that you can for all the people you can in all the ways that you can, as long as you can. I don't think I'm going to do any quotes other than that. I think I'm going to end with that quote. Do all the good that you can. So what are some of the good things that we can do? Are there any good things that you have that you uh, can say that you've, you've helped other people? Do all the good that you can. And that relates to the Martin Luther King Jr. quote, is that life's most urgent question is, what are you doing for others? So doing all that you good that good that you can for yourself, or are you doing all the good that you can for someone else? So do all that you good, all the good that you can for all of the people that you can, for all of the people that you can. So this means people that you like, people that you don't like, people that you you favor, and people that you have pre pre prejudice against, people that you feel are good and people that you feel are evil. For all of the people that you can goes over all of that. And that's why one of the things that you hear me say often is that kindness matters. Kindness matters. Kindness, not just to people that you like and where it is comfortable, but being kind to people that make you uncomfortable. Some people are, are uncomfortable around homeless people. Some people are uncomfortable around uh, transgender people and around people who are uh, homosexual. Some people are uncomfortable around black people or people that are uncomfortable around white people or Hispanics or people that have some kind of disfigurement, people with one arm or one leg or one eye or, or they've had where their skin is burned because they were in a fire and people are uncomfortable around, that, around them because they have all of these scars. Well, guess what? We all look like that. We all have different things that are going on in our lives. Kindness matters no matter what. So what she said was do all, that, all the good that you can for all of the people that you can, and I'm saying no matter if they're people that you like or not, in all the ways that you can, as long as you can. So this year, 2020, and I challenged you with this at the beginning of the year, is to find ways and then find new ways to be able to serve, serve people, to be able to help people, to be able to make a difference. Find ways that you've maybe already done that were good and then find other ways, new ways to, to help people. Find other ways. A lot of people volunteer at homeless shelters or volunteer to read books to children uh, in orphanage areas or they find ways to be, make a difference in their community or if they're a CEO of a company they find ways to um, engage their people in corporate social responsibility. Whether it's that or whether it's just buying groceries for a senior citizen, whatever it may be, find a way to help people. And then she says, as long as you can. This goes back to our comments about life not being promised. So as long as you can, Make this a part of your life. Write it down. I always talk about intentions and writing down. There's a board here that I have with a number of things that are, are 
things that I've written down with, with intentions. But be, be a person of intent. Be a person who has this as a part of your actual lifestyle. Be a person who has helping people as a habit that you have, that you have the habit of being a person who cares about other people. Now, with that being said, <clears throat> I want to end with this. You'll be seeing more about the greatness gathering, the greatness gathering. So what I'm talking about here is the above your best greatness gathering. And part of what this is, is gathering together men and women in one common purpose, which is doing what they can do to understand and achieve their greatness, as well as helping to lift other people up to achieve theirs. There's a lot that goes into it, but that is what the essence of it is, whether that ends up being monetarily, spiritually, psychologically, emotionally, being able to, to help lift people in a way that they can have more emotional stability and, and being a part of that, being able to help people where they can have more financial stability, achieving your personal greatness. So that's what Above Your Best is about, is it's about having a collective of people that have all of these different ways. And there, there's a, a chart that I'll be posting in that private uh, Facebook group um, about all of the different ways that we're going to be looking at how we can, can help with, uh, with people's greatness. So I hope this show has helped you to learn more about living life, or I hope this show has helped you not to necessarily learn, learn more, but to have ways that you can think about how you can do a better job at living your own life. Living your life for yourself, living your life for your family, for your purpose, your divine purpose. And as I said, contact me. If you don't know your purpose, or if you don't know, because sometimes it's, it's where there's, you have different things that are going on as far as like assignments related to your whole entire divine purpose. So if you are struggling with understanding that for yourself, you can give me a call 480-227-9743, or you can send me a private message. But it's important to me that you find out what your purpose is so that you can actually live it and you can impact the people that, that you were meant to impact. That you can help the people that you were meant to help in your own unique way. Because we all have a way that we can do that. And we all have where other people's lives are impacted one way or the other. Meaning you didn't do what you were supposed to do to be where you were supposed to be for yourself. And so that person who was supposed to be helped in that time frame in that season did not get your help. So it may be that they will live the rest of their life not achieving what they could have achieved, achieved because of you, or it could be that it just happens in a different season for them. So it is my hope that you use shows like this, that you use words like this, that you use me in a way that can help you to be that person that you were meant to be. This young lady right here, I just love her. Look how free she looks. Look how free she looks because she's living above her best. Now she is on the top of a mountain and the wind's blowing and she has this beautiful smile and just gorgeous outfit uh, in this picture. <coughs> but <coughs> that's the way that we all should be able to feel inside and have it exude outside out of our pores when we're actually doing what we were meant here to do. What we were meant to do what we were put here to do. <laughs> so a little tongue tied right there. But the main thing I'm trying to say is this is how we should look when we are doing what we were put here on this earth to do. All right. So I hope you have an awesome, awesome day and uh, shoot me a message, leave a comment uh, on Facebook or send me an email. Thank you for those who are listening per the radio show, uh, per the, the, the station, really appreciate it. And um, we will continue to try to do better each time with having a little bit less coughs, but sickness is real, the flu is real, and um, all of the different viruses and different things that are going on. So make sure that you do your best to live your best life by 
washing those hands the best that you can and using your hand sanitizer, doing anything and everything that you can to keep those germs away from you and away from everybody else, okay? Uh, let's pass on greatness and not pass on germs, all right? I'll end with that and you all have a great, great day. Remember to live above your best and never settle for less. Live above your best, never settle for less. All right, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Join us in Arizona on March 5th, 6th, and 7th for the Weekend of Wealth, taught by the Think and Grow Rich Institute president himself and representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill years ago and remains the go-to book and a continued bestseller for self-help all over the world. Why? Because it works. Over 100 million people have experienced the transforming power of Napoleon Hill's teachings. Now you can too. The Think and Grow Rich Institute Weekend of Wealth is the next step for those who want to truly transform their lives forever. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. There's amazing discounts along with a free youth wealth forum for the children of all attendees. Now that's a good deal. Join us for the Weekend of Wealth and experience Arizona's beautiful hiking trails, shopping, golf, and much more. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. Register today and change your life forever. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com.